Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's get the perspective of Chen Shin, who is uh, Layla's parent. Chen Shin, good morning. Thank you so much for making the time. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us. Now, Chen Shin, I also uh, have a Layla myself, so a uh, great choice in name. Uh, love Layla's. I want to. <laughs> Thank you. I want to know. I want to know Layla's story. So I'm seeing uh, on on my little information sheet here, which is really just just scratches the surface of of her story. She had two PICU stays within five months. Yeah, uh, this has been quite the journey uh, for Layla. Tell me a little bit about what uh, what ended up, what landed you in the stallery in the first place. Yeah. So Layla and Laura are twins, identical twins, actually. So when they're born, they're just little, and as many of the twins, they see an NICU, they, they were discharged, and they started to grow. Uh, but at around four months old, we, one day we started to find Layla was having some sort of movement that was looking quite odd to us. Um, and it turned out it was a type of seizure. And the seizure was so subtle. It just like looks like a reflex, like a baby being startled, that kind of reflex. Um, we didn't feel that was right, so we ended up uh, going through the ER and had an EEG there. And right after the EEG, and the on-call neurologist just came in and said, uh, unfortunately, Leila was diagnosed with this um, catastrophic and quite uncommon type of seizure called infantile spasms. So she was immediately uh, admitted to the stallery and she was treated. And that was uh, our journey when it started to find out Layla was actually special needs um, because she has a brain damage, which we, we didn't find at the beginning. We went through so many, so many procedures, blood tests, metabolic tests, genetic tests, uh, multiple brain MRI scans, not until she was two and a half years old. At the salary at um, her third MRI, we confirmed that she did have brain damage. And we got the diagnosis of she has cerebral palsy. So because she has cerebral palsy, she was involved in many specialist care. She has aerodigestive, she has GI doctors, uh, ophthalmologists, neurologists, um, home nutrition, everything. Many, many specialists that um, that's involved in her care. Um, she's just, you know, like spending so much time uh, getting into appointments, follow-ups and everything. And also procedures because of her cerebral palsy diagnosis, she's at risk of uh, hip dysplasia. So she actually went through um, double hip surgery. So that was last uh, January when she just has her double hip surgery. She was recovering from home. And suddenly after about 10 days into the uh, recovery, and she suddenly spiked the fever and then started this um, type of seizure that we hasn't seen before. And we just rush her to the ER again and immediately into like three minutes into the ER, she was intubated and she ended up in the PQ. So that night she was um, tested positive for uh, RSV and a few days later she was COVID positive as well. 
So she oh was, gosh. yeah, she was hit very hard by both of the virus, and then that spiked a uh, febrile seizure with her. Um, and she stayed at the PQ for about five days and later uh, transferred to regular unit and stayed about another 10 days. Uh, that was our first PQ. And then in uh, about in about April, she had another febrile seizure. Unfortunately, she didn't need to be intubated again this time, but only a month after, that's in May, the end of May, Another febrile seizure, exactly the same thing happened again, a few minutes into the ER, uh, PQO and everything. So almost just like deja vu, all the same to us, it happened again. So she spent another yeah. four days. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just this was so scary yeah i know i Chenchen, i'm sorry i know you were i know you were going you're gonna keep going and and i i want to yeah. keep hearing your story but you know it strikes me as we're having this conversation you know and and i think this happens so much at the time with parents of kids that go through the stallery and have to receive ongoing care is that you just it just sort of becomes a part of your normal life and yeah it is story is yeah. it, it's sort of it's just this long timeline of, well this happened and then this and this and when you stop and you think about the significance of some of these things that you're dealing with i mean these are these are really scary traumatic things yeah. to be dealing yeah. with as a parent yeah. let alone let alone Layla's a twin. She's got a twin sister as well. Yes. So you're balancing that dynamic of being a mom to a little girl with special needs, yes. going medical attention needed, and mm -hmm. you have another little one as well. How does the story, the story, help you balance being able to care for your entire family and to be able to care for yourself? Um, well, like while we're staying at the stallery, I think the most important thing is that everybody works to make the family stay a little bit easier. Um, PQ stay is scary. Any type of hospital stay is scary. So they try to um, accommodate all our needs and they try to have um, child life worker coming in to stay with Leila, even just play with her a little so I can get a shower, I can take a quick breather, I can... Um, go to the family room to kind of change my mind and, you know, and just just, just kind of change of scenery that will really help for me to get back and get into the room to be with her again. Um, it's not only about the doctors and the nurses, it's everyone involved in the salary. Uh, they help us in many perspectives. They um, try to get her sister in to let her see Layla. And, you know, like when she comes in, she is like, oh, I want to come in to see her. I want to help Dr. Petchup so Dr. Petchup can go help Layla and make her feel better and Layla can come home. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it was a very scary journey. But um, I'm so thankful that uh, the salary, the whole team, the whole hospital is there to be with us. And we know that it's right there. If we have any sort of medical issue, we can have someone to turn into, and then uh, they help our lives so much easier. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you think about the people that are equipped to care for a family, uh, whether it's yeah. from the emotional support perspective or from a medical perspective. I mean, these are the people mm -hmm. who do it. The, the salary yeah. is over 300,000 patient visits each year. I mean, the the experience level is is unimaginable here. Uh, the, it, we're the most specialized children's hospital in Western Canada, and I don't say that lightly. The, what they're able to accomplish here is absolutely incredible. From a medical yeah. standpoint, how, how do you feel that they have been able to, to take care of Layla and maybe compared to a different center. How grateful are you to have the stallery here in our backyard? 
Yeah, because um, uh, like for Leila, she is ongoing special needs, and we see them on a regular basis. But as for when it comes to emergencies, like last January and last May, when she had the two PICU stay, her the seizure just came out really quickly, right? And then it went went on for so long. Unfortunately, if we don't have salary right here in the city, she would have like gone through longer seizures, and that could result in more damage. Because she was treated right away, only a few minutes into the trauma room and into the PICU, the seizure was able to um, get controlled and stop, and she was intubated to help with her breathing to avoid further damage and um, the respiratory failure for her. So, like, I mean, if without the salary, Leila wouldn't be here. I always tell people that, yeah. It, and I, I don't I don't take that lightly, and I don't think anyone else should as well. So that's why your donations really, really count and really make such a big impact. 780407 exactly. kids. I want to remind you, this is a power hour as well. So 70 Acre Brew Company will donate $15,000 if we get 20 monthly donors this hour. Now, Chenchen, as we're having this conversation, I can hear there's some activity in the background. Uh, you can yeah. hear the same here from where I'm broadcasting, but I can hear in your background you've got little ones there as well. So yeah. I know you're, yes. you're a busy mom. You're taking care of your girls right now. Uh, really yeah. quickly, before, if you're able to have time before I let you go, tell me a little bit about Layla and how she's doing today. Yeah, uh, Layla's and Laura are home with us supporting the salary. And Laura, just uh, do you want to say something? Thank you, salary. She is, uh, she's like, I want a Dr. Patch up to call me and I want to tell other kids. Please help donate. So please help donate to the salary so Layla can get the care. Other kids can get the treatment. And if they are at the hospital, they can come back sooner to their family. Awesome. Well, we will take we'll take that message from Laura in support of her sister, Layla, and of course, in support of her incredible mama, Chenchen. Thank you so much for making the time for us and, and all of the best with your journey with Layla. Really appreciate your time. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.